you know, sometimes it can be hard to be confident and enjoy our ABDL side to the fullest. Whether it's accepting your kinky self or learning to let go into your diapers, there is a solution for you. Try a little hypnosis. Hypnotherapy can help you achieve your goals, and my friends at A Little Hypnosis want to help. Just for New Zealand listeners, they are offering $10 off your next session. So whether you're a big, middle, or small, A Little Hypnosis can help you all. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsy's Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pants. I am your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsy's Nook, flags and symbols are important, but what do we as ABDLs use to flag to others? This week in Newsy's News, more capacity, more tapes, more cushies. AB Universe has released a limited edition of their classic Cushies diaper. The Cushies Ultra comes with four tapes with a fit similar to their Little Paws or Space diaper. The revamped Cushies absorbency has also been boosted from 45 milliliters to 65 milliliters. ABU is a sponsor of this podcast, and Newsy Nook listeners can use promo code Newsy10 for a 10% discount. This week in Newsy's Nook, symbols and flags are easy ways to communicate a variety of things, including what community you may be a part of. So when you think of the ABDL community, what symbol or flag do you use? This week, I sit down with Mako, the host of the Big Little Podcast and the co-creator of the widely used Age Play symbol. We talk about why he created the symbol, what it means, and how the meaning of the symbol for him has changed over the years. Well, thank you, Mako for coming to Newsy's Nook. My pleasure, thanks. So we're talking about your age play pride symbol. Uh, you created it uh, back in 2002. What was the reasoning for creating it? So here's the whole deal with this thing, right? Um, in the late 1990s, I came out into the SM community. Um, you know, uh, but before then, for a long time, I had known that I was kinky. I had known that I was an age player. I had known that I was into spanking and diapers and all that stuff. And I was hesitant about it. I was shy, um, which sounds funny. Anyone that knows me knows me from my work on the Big Little Podcast and sex education, all this other stuff I've done. But like, Mako is not a shy person. Not now, but back then I was. And uh, right away, when I came out into the community, I saw people at... Uh, SM clubs and dungeons and play spaces wearing this little flag. That's uh, the leather pride symbol. It's uh, people know this thing. It's got black and blue alternating stripes with a white stripe in the middle and a red heart. And it's the symbol of being part of like leather culture. And right away, this thing struck me as important and powerful and valuable, like in so many different ways. Um, I saw people wearing it on like a little pin on their vest or, you know, they had like a keychain of it or it's a sticker on their car. And it was this way that you could say to other people, this thing, I do this thing. I, I, I'm like you. I'm one of you. 
right? Without like standing on a desk with a bullhorn, I'm a big freak, right? Mm-hmm. Like you didn't do that, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a way that you could like, I don't know, stand in line at the deli and see somebody else that had one and go and give them a look and go, uh-huh, right? And that felt good. And like why that was such a big deal back then is because, you know, the world is not as accept. Well, I mean, now the world is very accepting of kink. It's everywhere. Uh, it's yeah. very common. But back then, no. <laughs> uh, so you really felt like you um, were putting your life at risk, that you were putting your job at risk, your your custody of your children, your safe living conditions at risk to identify yourself as one of these people. So my ex-wife and I, when we saw the leather pride symbol, we said, you know, this this is valuable and there should probably be something like this for H players. So we set about designing one. Um, it took us several years, actually. We spent about three, four years talking about it and trying different designs before we came up with the thing that there is now. And I think that's so cool because, right, Back in 2002, social media wasn't the biggest thing. So this idea of having a symbol for a community to gather around in my head is mind boggling because you're right. There wasn't like a Twitter space you could all gather around in front of the community. It was literally like, here, let me show you the pin. Do you see (laughs) the ABU hats kind of taking on this, like passing the baton a little bit of of another community symbol that you can wear inconspicuously and be like, I see you, I know you, and I understand you. Oh, definitely. Well, and like, you know, it's funny that you say that because like one thing that needs to be said about the age play pride symbol, like um, it's not mine. Like I made it. But it's not mine. I, I a, a long time ago, my ex-wife and I, we took our copyright off that thing and said and like put it out in the world, like posted a bunch of places about that and like gave it away. Um, and people since have like spun their own version of it like many times. Um, there's a group in uh, Minnesota, the Minnesota adult diaper enthusiasts made and they have the age play pride symbol as like part of their logo. Um you know, uh, I, I myself have a blanket with the symbol on it that I bought from somebody. I mean, she custom made it for me. Oh, but okay. like, like I've seen other people like make flags of it. Like at there's Etsy stores and Zazzle stores that have this thing. Um, people I don't even know have it tattooed on their body. You know, which to me is like crazy. Uh, like, yeah, um, that's insane. Because when the thing first came out, one of the very first things that happened is people argued about it. Uh, people were like, who is this guy? You don't speak for me. You know, I didn't vote for this thing. Um, and yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, I, I, you didn't vote for it. I, I'm not like a king baby of Diaper Mountain or anything. That's not a thing. Okay. Um, so other people have also tried to make other symbols of varying degrees of success. Um, you, you're right. ABU logos, the, 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 the peekaboo animals and such. Like people know them. And I think that's great. Yeah, you've kind of you kind of told me before that, you know, when you first created it, it was kind of like, oh, we need a symbol to kind of like show off in out in public. Like, hey, I understand you. I see you. But you were mm-hmm. you, you were telling me um, the symbol for you has changed a little bit. Can you go into that? Well, yeah, like my relation to it really has, has changed. Like 
so there's this thing that I said for many, many years. I'm one of the hosts of a podcast that's sadly no longer broadcast called The Big Little Podcast, uh, which was actually the first age play podcast. Um, and uh, over time, one of the things that like Spacey and May and I would always talk about on the show is that there's this way that I used to view the age play community, and I don't feel this way anymore, which is that, that we're a social cohort. Um, and what that means is like, what we have in common is, well, this thing that we have in common, but nothing else. So, you know, one of the things that I used to hear all the time is like, don't go on Jerry Springer or don't say this thing in the newspaper. You're going to like fuck up the whole community. It's going to be terrible. Right. And like, that's not a thing. Um, you know, uh, the, 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 the truth is, is that like somewhere right now, like a minute ago, uh, a baby was born that like, 17 years, 364 days from now, we'll turn 18 and want to be uh, an adult out in the community, you know, who has a diaper fetish. And he's going to have the same needs that we have right now. Uh, you know, he's going to need the, the same understanding, the same self-love. And like what some dude says while wearing a diaper on some talk show means to that. Okay. Um, so I used to say that like, the the like the merit of the community the value of the community is kind of nothing um that we're just individuals we have to love ourselves and like we have to take care of each other and like that need doesn't change at all what changed my mind about this is a couple of things okay so so i make this pride symbol and i'm like everyone get this thing everyone use this thing we'll all be together it's gonna it's gonna be great right <laughs> and then then i'm like oh, i don't know community whatever so i like stopped making it a priority for a long time but then I read this book, this wonderful book by Brene Brown called The Power of Vulnerability. Are you familiar with it? No, I'm not. It's amazing. And I don't know if you do show notes uh, on your show, but you should link yes. to it. Send, um, send me a link and I'll, and I'll put uh, it in there. I, I will. One of the things, so Brene Brown is this uh, sociologist and academician. She does research into uh, what shame does to us in our lives. And one of the things that she said is that instead of shame being a negative thing, it actually reveals this other truth, which is that um, we all need vulnerability. Um, and that vulnerability is a way of uh, establishing trust with other people. Not mm -hmm. that you should be vulnerable to just anybody, right? But that for we all need a sense of love and belonging. So you extend your vulnerability to other people and in meeting you halfway and being vulnerable to you, you forge a deeper connection and you live a more satisfying life. And one of the things that I have felt about age play for like forever, okay, is that I think that age play, the secret of age play, it's like secret sauce, um, has nothing to do with age at all or diapers or spankings or pacifiers or any of that nonsense. Okay. Not that those things are nonsense. They're great. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think the secret ingredient for a lot of people in age play is being vulnerable to other people or needing other people to be vulnerable to you. Right. Like that is what is like emotionally fulfilling about doing these things. That's why it's so lovely to get into a kitten pile with your other, you know, diapered friends. That's why it's so nice when someone wants you to change their diaper or when you uh, want someone to change your diaper because you trust them and they trust you and you care for each other. So that kind of made me swing back around again to the whole pride thing and go, actually, it is a good thing. And the symbol is a good thing. <laughs> you know, as you were saying that, you know, I totally agree with that because I would say some of the most 
fulfilling or even some of the most fast acting relationships I've had are with kinky people, right? It's that it's, it's, you called it the secret sauce and I can totally see that, right? right. It's, it's this element of ourselves that is so vulnerable that when you, right. when you share it with another person, there's that automatic connection. It's like trauma bonding, right? Like you don't need to know the person for very long to already become like the best of friends. Absolutely. Um, and I would go as far to say that's why kink in general is such like a special thing for for a lot of people because it, it is that vulnerability um, of sharing something so personal. Right. Uh, I, I agree. You know, are you familiar with uh, uh, there's a, a device for taking photographs called a camera obscura? It's also called a pinhole camera. Is it like where it, the 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 aperture is like really small and it kind of makes everything blurry around the side and only the center? Correct, or, right? Oh, and you yeah. can like you can like make your own really easily with like index cards, right? Yeah. So like the the thing that I always say about about like kink in general and age play in particular is it's like the pinhole in a pinhole camera. Like there's so many other things when you get to know somebody else uh, that make them who they are, right? Uh, where they grew up and what's important to them and, you know, how they view life and what their philosophy is and their politics and their religion, like millions and millions of things. It, like age play is not the only thing. It's just a thing, but it's like a really important thing. So it's like this tiny pinhole that glows really bright. And like, mm -hmm. you have to be able to like see past that thing to see the rest of the person, you know? Um, I think what we've all had the experience of like that you meet someone in kink and like you think you're going to be really good buddies. And it turns out that it's really the only thing you have in common. So like you like them, but that that's it. Move on next. Right. I, I think that there's a balance to it. That's no, the, you know, you, you said what the what the children needed to hear, because I, I see the op, I see the opposite of what I said, too. Right. Like you kind right. of you meet some people in, in this in the community and they want to be friends so fast that you're like, I'm still a human being. We're still adults. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hold on a second. I see you. Exactly. I understand you. I don't know if I love you yet, but, you know, I'll love you if right. I can. Right, um, right. One, one point I wanted to bring up before we kind of deep dive a little more into your podcast is the symbol itself, right? You kind of, you were saying how, you, uh, like the leather, like the leather, uh, pride flag you, we, right we as the age play community needed needed a symbol that we could kind of rally behind i want to ask yeah. the question of when you were thinking of the symbol did you have anything specific in mind or was it just the age play community in general right like was it just kind of like the diaper wearers or was it just kind of oh, like the littles yeah. or was it or was it the littles and bigs i mean because I think sometimes, at least with, and we can talk about, you can add this little flavor into your answer of, there was already sure. a, f a flag out and about, right? There was the, there was the ABDL flag that had the baby pin in it. And a lot of well, people say, sort of. right, <laughs> sort. Yeah, so, that, like, so like that flag is already out and about, but a lot of people say, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't vibe with that flag because it's a little too mm -hmm. little for me, right? Sure. So at least for your flag. Did you have any 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 person or group in mind, or was it just kind of like this is what I feel and this is what I created? Oh, uh, absolutely. So first off, like the that other like Swedish or Danish flag or with the with the pin on it, it came out about the same time uh, okay. as 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 the as what I did, uh, maybe even a little after. I'm not sure. Um, here here's the history that as as I know it. Okay. And the symbolism too. Um, so first off, uh, 
for the longest time, there was nothing. And people said that maybe in order to identify ourselves to one another, we should wear a safety pin uh, pinned to like our, our collar of our shirt or the cuff of our shirt or our pants leg or right. Just this like oddball, like safety pin hanging out. And uh, that idea got floated around. And then in a bunch of communities on the internet, uh, people did what they do in there. They said, that's stupid. (laughs) Um, You know, um, and trolls have always been around. (laughs) Oh my God. Right. Um, Then there was this other thing that was circulated. It, It was a gold triangle with the letters A, B in it. And I'm not making this up. This is so awful. And it had these dots on the corners. Okay. And one dot would either be empty or white for if you wore a diaper. And then another dot would be either yellow. And the third dot could be brown. And you can guess what those two dots were for. Um, okay. The trolls also said, and I actually agree with them in this case, that that was stupid. So that didn't go anywhere either. Okay. Right. Um, when I designed the age play pride symbol, um, I specifically designed it with a couple of ideas in mind. Okay. Idea number one is that I view the age play community as a subset of kink in general, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, of, of BDSM in general, which is also the source of, I mean, a lot of arguments. Okay. <laughs> a yeah. lot. Because there are people who say that that's a fetish and that's gross. And what I do isn't sexual. So sexual people are gross. And like, that's a whole other argument that we don't have to have today because it won't go anywhere because it never goes anywhere. Right. Um, but I, I view, uh, like I said, age play as a subset of BDSM. I think you're exchanging power. Whether you're getting off or not is irrelevant. Whether it's sexual or you or not is irrelevant. Like there is a power imbalance that is being leaned into in these relationships. Okay. If you have a mommy or a daddy, you know, a big sister, little brother, whatever, someone is generally saying what to do. And mm-hmm. someone is saying that generally saying, okay, I will do that. Right. Or 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 not. Okay. Uh-huh. So I I designed the the flag to specifically honor the leather pride flag because I thought it was a damn good idea, okay? And there's a couple of things I did to to do that, okay? Um, For one, uh, you know, HLA pride uh, has a heart on it, okay? That's Mm -hmm. directly to honor leather pride, okay? Second, okay, is that it's got a white stripe across it, kind of like adult babies have a diaper on their butts. If you turn the symbol upside down and kind of look at it, it kind of looks like a diapered butt a little bit, right? Little bit. Yeah. Right. That's, that's on purpose too. Okay. Not that this is all about diaper people because age players are more than just adult babies, more than just diaper lovers, age players, the bigs are age players, littles are age players. People of every stripe and kind are age players, which is why the symbol is a circle because it's intentionally designed so that no one in the community should be put on the edge you know it's whatever you are whether you're a boy or a girl or 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 uh non-binary whether you're cis or trans whether you're big or a little whether you are sexual or not sexual no one's on the edge there are no edges it's a circle which is also why it's uh split on a slant too because no one's on top or on the bottom either it's 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 meant to be as egalitarian as possible <laughs> i love that i didn't you know what, as you were saying all those details, I was like, wow, that's really thought out and to have all those details and have all those uh, explanations. Four years, man. <laughs> four years of design. Researched it for <laughs> four years. It's true. It's true. And so then what happened was, my so my ex and I, we come up with this thing, okay? Could you go a little, a wait, idea. could I ask, could you go a little further why the blue and pink and the, the, oh, yeah, the red absolutely. and the white? 
since we're getting sure. all of the details of it? A hundred percent. Okay. So red, because ultimately this exchange of vulnerability is about sharing love, okay. right? Yeah. And white is for innocence and, and, and the diapers that we all wore when we started out. Right. And the blue and the pink for boys and girls, but then specifically on a slant like that, because it's not that any one group or gender or, or, or interest is any better than any other. I love that. That's so Thanks. cool. Um, let's let's deep dive a little further in into community, right? So so now yeah. in the age of now in the age of internet, I feel like you could stumble upon ABDL way easier than it was probably back when you when you created the symbol. Yes. And so um, I didn't I didn't use your I didn't when I made this poll I didn't say the age play pride one that you created. If you just search ABDL, right? I took it. I I did this poll as if I was someone that mm -hmm. you know was new and I just Googled ABDL, I would probably mm -hmm. find. Unfortunately, this is what I did find on my Google search. I found the baby pin flag. Interesting. So so I just did a little poll on what used to be called Twitter. I won't call it X. I'll never call it X. Yeah. Uh, right, I just right. say, the artist you... formerly known as Twitter. Right. right. <laughs> I just did a poll. Said, "What do you think of the ABDL pride flag?" 17 percent mm -hmm. and and again i'll say i'm referring to the baby pin flag not your flag or not your yeah flag. yeah yeah um 17 said i love it 22 said change it uh 35 said we had a symbol right and 26 said nice but not for me we've already covered the nice but not for me mm -hmm. so now i want to ask you the question of your stance on the pin has changed do you ever right. see as more people join the community, as more flavors of people join, right? Like mm -hmm. just in my own experience of hosting this podcast, I feel like there has been a huge rise in middles, huge yep. rise of just people that are just like, I like to wear diapers, sexual or not. I just like, yep. it. I don't need the baby part. Do you right. ever see a need to adapt to the, what I would call the, the waterfall of people joining the community not saying that it's wrong mm -hmm. but it's just there, i feel like there's so many different flavors and so many different some people aren't even sure. for the power dynamic right they're just kind of like i like to wear diapers maybe there's a mm -hmm. little power dynamic of i like the humiliation of it but some people are like i just like it personally to myself so i mean a thing for me is okay for um as long as i've been mage player maybe longer um I'm also I'm this other thing. I'm a Taoist. Do you know about that? Do you know what that is? Back in school, I heard the term. Yeah, you know, yin yang symbol. That that business. It's right. a it's a Chinese philosophy that's thousands of years old and, and has evil, an essence. Right? Eh, not really the balance uh, of it. That it's the, that life exists in a balance. Things are neither good nor bad. Life just is, and that it, and that everything is defined in part by how everything else is as well, okay? And so for me, uh, I see that the person I am now is the only person that there is. Like how I was in the past kind of doesn't matter and how I'll be in the future doesn't matter either. Like you work with what you have, you know, and you always adapt to time and circumstance and change. Like, you know, should the symbol change? Listen, if people want to change the symbol, be my guest is the way that I feel about it. Um, if it doesn't quite speak for you, if you think something's kind of wrong about it, if you think it needs to be spun and be a different variation, please do that. Please. Yeah. 
you know, um, I made it at a point in time in history when it met a very particular need and it's done its job like really well, you know, it's funny. Like I actually, I have, I used to sell pins of it. I have one of them right here. Um, and Aww. if I see you sometime newsy, I will give you one of these, but anyway, yeah. I, I don't sell them anymore. I only give them away. Um, so if like you happen to see me at an event or if you write to me and want to send me postage, I will be happy to send anyone who wants one. I have a bag of like several hundred of them just over this shoulder, <laughs> right? Uh, from back when Spacey and Penny and I made them to sell through our store, we made thousands of them and I still have hundreds of them. Um, I mean, it, it has spread far and wide and been successful and I've been very glad about it. So now I want to switch gears a little bit. So you, Spacey, and May were the hosts of a podcast, a very successful podcast, if at least I could say so myself, the Big Little mm -hmm. Podcast. And to me, it's all connected. At least you, at least we can connect on this of when you host yeah. a podcast, you also get to play the role of community maker, right? People come, they listen. Uh, to me, I almost kind of feel like this responsibility of, of, making sure at least the listeners of my podcast are, you know, are in a safe little community, a little safe space. Um, Absolutely. Talk to me a little bit. Why, why did you see the need to create the podcast, big little podcast? So here's sort of how this went down, right? It's a combination of a couple of reasons. So first off, you know, Spacey and I, uh, you know, we were, we were polyamorous partners. He wasn't my boyfriend. That wasn't the nature of the relationship. Uh, we called each other brother. And he and Penny and I, we love each other very dearly. We refer to ourselves as the Gidra, like the three-headed monster, right? Uh -huh. um, and we had done a bunch of community building things together before, right? Like we made the pins and we used to teach classes together. But there was this whole thing about teaching classes. You know, you go to a kink event and I'm not even talking like Capcom. Like that wasn't even a thing back then. Okay. I'm talking about like leather events, like Black Rose, you know, or, or a Southeast Leather Fest, those kinds of events. And maybe they have an age play track. Maybe they don't. In the beginning, they really didn't. And so let's say you teach like the one class on adult babies or age play at the thing, right? So it's, you know, you and you stand in front of a group of people, usually who already know all about the thing you're talking about. And maybe there's 20 people in the room. Maybe there's five people. Maybe there's 50. Who knows? And it's just this like tiny little piece of education for, you know, half an hour to an hour once and it's gone. Mm -hmm. And that was not OK to us. We said, you know, we, you know, he lived in Atlanta and I'm up here in Virginia. And we said we wanted an ongoing project that we could do together. And that would persist over time that could have a bigger reach and help people out. And so it's kind of a goof, but we just started to do it. Okay. Um, so back in, uh, I guess I think it was 2001, uh, we, we, we started to record this podcast and I mean, New Zealand was crazy. Like it took off like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. We started to record the thing and put it out in the world and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of thousands of people started to listen right away. Um, like we used to do an episode uh, every week. We'd have one come out and we would track the downloads on the episodes. And so from, and uh, over the course of a year. So from episode one to episode 52, if you add all the downloads together, which we used to track quite, you know, uh, um, steadfastly, um, the show was downloaded over 875,000 times. 
um, which is insane. Now, I mean, you're a podcaster, you know, this math, yeah. uh, one download is not one person is not one listener. That's not how this goes. Right. right. But it's certainly tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of listeners. And after a certain point in time, we like took our hands off the wheel and said, we're not going to look at the numbers anymore. We don't care. Um, and one of the things that made us do that was we got an email from a listener in South Africa. We were like four or five episodes in. Okay. And this listener wrote to us and said, dear Mako and Spacey, you know, and this is before May had joined us uh, on the show. Um, I want to tell you about me and what I have going on in my life. Um, so I live in South Africa but I'm homeless. I've been homeless for about six months. And every night I couch surf. I don't know where I'm going to be. I, I'm never in the same place twice. It's been very tough on me. I'm going through a lot, you know, a lot of hardship. Um, but I have to let you know that for the hour and a half, because we're long-winded, for the hour and a half, uh, I was listening to episode four. Um, I was home. I was oh. safe. I was okay. And like brother and I, we looked at each other and it was like someone had punched us in our face, right? We were like, oh my God, like this, this, this goofy thing that we started just to like spend time with each other and make this project. Like this has real power and value. Like we need to do this. And when we did, and like, uh, there's a thing he said to me, I, I, I put it on our, on our Twitter. I won't call it X either uh, on our Twitter feed a couple of months ago, early on in the podcast, we were like talking about the show and he said, that he felt like it was it was our calling. That's that's why. There's such a need to hear your own kink in yeah. a safe little space as in a podcast, right? It kind of right. goes back to that whole vulnerability thing. People are looking, people are seeking out community. It's a thing that right. we're always seeking out as kinksters. And right. your podcast and po and other ABDL podcasts that you've you've broken the the ceiling, so to speak, to allow other podcasts such as myself to continue on um thanks yeah people people reach out and that's how i always gauged my engagement was when i would get messages from blank profiles right blank profiles that don't have any mm -hmm. other reposts they're just like they're not even yeah. real names they're just like a b one four seven three seven they right. would message and they'd say i'm so and so and i live in such and such and your podcast just gave me home for this little this little right this little time it's amazing. I've had people write to me and tell me that because of stuff they heard me uh, say on the show, that they got out of a bad relationship, that they saved their marriage, that they didn't kill themselves. Like, it's a big deal, you know? And not that, like, people should pat me on the back and, like, give me free Snickers bars. That's not why I'm saying this, right? Like, I think that, and th this is also part of my Taoism, like, uh, I have a big belief in non-duality. Like, Every finger on your hand is your hand. Every person in the universe is part of the same one living thing. Mm -hmm. Like if you can help other people, then you should. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the one little part that I'll add, and maybe, maybe you agree, yeah. maybe you won't, is when I first started doing at least Newsy's Nook, people would always ask, like, aren't you, aren't you scared uh, people will find out, right? Aren't you scared? Like it's your voice. Uh, aren't people mm. going to recognize your voice? And the phrase I've always kind of kept to myself is, um, I can't be harmed if I'm not hurting anyone. So one of the things that I used to tell people when I had like a leather pride sticker on my car, and then later when I was wearing one of these jobs all over the place, right? Uh -huh. Is if someone came up to me and they're like, hey man, what's that thing? Which by the way, 
hasn't happened very much at all. Okay. But like, I could probably count on one hand, the number of times it's happened. Um, if I don't think that the person is someone who can hack the truth, if I don't think it's someone my, that like them knowing would benefit my relationship with them, I tell them it's my universal tolerance flag. Um, mm -hmm. That it means that no matter where you live and who you love and what you wear and what you eat and what you study and what you care about, whether you think pineapple belongs on pizza or not, whatever, I'm going to just like like you as a person, which is kind of true. It does, it does kind of mean that. I think all key symbols kind, kind of mean that. Um, the other thing is, are you familiar with uh, the podcast Love and Brief? Yes. I love Love and Brief. I love Resident. Yes, we're good friends. And there's a thing that RY says all the time. He actually sent me a, um, a magnet of it that I have on my fridge. And it's this, no one is listening to the sound of your pants. It's right. True. It's right. True. If someone says to me, uh, if, if anyone ever says to me, I recognize your voice. Aren't you one of those big little podcast people? I mean, why? Yes. Clearly you listen to it. Yeah. You're, you're done. You found you're me. Done. Congrats. <laughs> right. 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 Let's, let's go, let's go have a sandwich. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, let's go into, so you, so big little podcast, uh, you know, when I, when I first joined the community, I probably did the same thing everyone else does. I immediately went to Apple podcasts and Spotify and said, is there any other content other than smut that I can find on this thing? And of course right. you, f you immediately find big little podcast, uh, dream a little, um, yep. uh, the love and brief, right. The, the, yep. All created, um, go into that. What, you created over a hundred episodes. Yeah, the cornerstone in what I would call ABDL history. Um, Thank you. Tell me about it. Uh, favorite memories, and then why ultimately? Why ultimately did 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 it stop? So, like the thing about the the podcast was, uh, you know, so brother and I started doing it, and it it caught on like fire, and that felt great. Okay, and like so many good things have happened in my life because of the podcast. Uh, I have friends all over the place that I wouldn't have had otherwise. Um, you know, um, people have supported other creative projects of mine because they know me through the podcast. People read my books because of it. But I have a program I wrote that's a behavior chart for little. It's called WeMinder. People use that thing because of it. Um, you know, and we did live broadcasts at, uh, at Capcom, uh, which was amazing back in the day. Uh, I have a partner primarily who comes from the fact that I did that? My partner Squee, my other partner Moliere, uh, who are married. Uh, Squee first met me because she came to see the podcast at, at Capcom and like heard my voice and fell in love with my voice and wanted to meet the person behind it. Hmm. You know, it, you can't ask for better than that, right? Hmm. Um, and so what happened was, like in our first year, I mean, we le leaned on that thing like we were stomping the gas pedal of a car, right? Um, <laughs> You know, which was exhausting, by the way, uh, to get out a show every every week, to always have one in the can, to always be looking for guests, to always be uh, interviewing people on the phone and making sure that they can actually do public speaking, which a lot of people can't, you know, um, that people have things to say, that they're, uh, you know, want to do it for the right reasons. All, wow, it's a lot. So we, in our second year, we started to slow down. And then, like, some other things crept up in our lives um spacey and may uh had a kid 
and that made us slow down. I started working on a new book, which made us slow down. Um, and it became like, we reached that point at which like our numbers were amazing. And we realized that the numbers were irrelevant. So we said, why are we torturing ourselves? Let's, you know, slow our roll. You know, let's go twice a month, once a month, when we feel like it, whatever. Um, And the sad thing is, like, so then we just stopped for a while. But we never, like, said, this is the end. We're done. No more podcast. And sadly, uh, you know, now that their daughter's getting older, we were just starting to get into the place where Spacey was starting to have some bandwidth to do it again. Um, and we were going to do it and maybe rebrand it. We were going to make it smaller, call it like the big little, the, the little big podcast, or the little big little something like we, we had all these ideas we were going to do. Um, but uh, unfortunately, uh, about a year ago, uh, he was he passed away. Um, he was in a terrible accident. He was out jogging and a tree fell on him. Uh, I'm not making that up. It's horrible. Uh, he was in a coma for months and then tried to rally out of it and then passed away. Um, now one of the things that happened because of that is it also took down the podcast. If you go to Apple podcast, you can't listen to the big little podcast anymore because he was really our technical arm and maintained everything. Um, and you know, no one expects to be in a terrible accident. So I didn't have any of the passwords or, or, or certificates or any of that stuff to be able to rescue it easily, but I have been rescuing it. So like people who want us to listen to it, can go to the archive the big little podcast archive which is biglittlepodcast.info um you can also go there to get the free art kit uh for the, for the pride symbol i actually just did right. that today um right now there's 73 of the 133 episodes uh up in the archives and we also recorded the smutty stuff and the not smutty stuff the little somethings and those are all already up there and like i'll i'm working on it you know and i'll 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 get the whole thing done um and i have a new book i'm working on that actually is kind of based on him and what happened to him. That's about kink and about tragedy and trauma and how people deal with it. Um, so that'll be a thing too. If you go to the, uh, the, the podcast archive, I'm sure when I get that thing out, I'll put a note there. And if not, you can follow links there to my blog, which is only doing.net. And I talk about it there. Um, so there you go. That's the, that's, you know, it, the, Although the podcast is is over, the the work is not. It it continues, lives on. Um, for yeah. those that, because I I get this too, and you probably got this while you were uh, in mm. the throes of creating it. Yeah. No matter how many episodes you make, you will always get your first listener somewhere along the line, right? You could be on episode a hundred, and then you all of a sudden you got. I just discovered your podcast. And you're like, where have you been right. for the last hundred weeks? So right. for those that may not have known Spacey, um. Could you give could you give a little a little a little summary a little a little a little um, remembrance of him if if someone didn't listen to the big little podcast and they were like oh, who is who's this spacey person because I know as I yeah. was as I was talking to some friends in the community about the whole age play symbol you know um, their name kept kept bringing up and they would always ask me like do you know who this person is and I and I didn't so. That, so I'm kind of asking this as 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 a ABL sure. community member too. Um, I I didn't I didn't know Spacey, so I'd I'd love to hear just a little a remembrance oh. of of who he is. I mean, he was just the most amazing person. I, I I'm biased because next to my wife, he's the person I love most on this whole planet. Um, 
he was kind and gentle and funny and smart. Um, he went out of his way to help people with anything and everything. Um, you know, he was the sort of person that um, if there were two apples left to eat, he'd make sure you had the good one. And if there was one apple left to eat, he'd give it to you. Um, he, he was lovely and funny, very, very funny. Um, you know, I, I would encourage anybody that wants to get to know him to go back and listen to the, our catalog, to go to the archive. Um, you know, right in episode one, we kind of talk about our relationship to one another and our family and sort of how that went. And then a little further in, somewhere in the 20s, I want to say, uh, we actually got interviewed by uh, the host of the Freedom of Fetish podcast, uh, Raven, who's a wonderful person. And she asked us all about ourselves. And so you can hear Spacey talk all about why this stuff was important to him. Um, he created one of the very first websites about age play, uh, Space Baby Bob's Nursery. And like, there used to be this standard, all these websites were locked back in the days of, you know, paranoia and privacy. Mm -hmm. um, and there was this convention that the to get in the the password and the credentials would be ABY user and the password was baby bottle. He that was him. He made that. <laughs> uh that's why people did it, is because his website was the first to do it. Um and he was uh a, a brilliant designer and technologist. He he created our website and did all of our art. Some of the art that the art that's on the front page of the archive is something that he made not obviously knowing what it would be used for later mm -hmm. um you know uh and and he was a um, amazing photographer um and he uh, was a sissy baby and very proud to be a sissy baby and uh you know when he when he was my sister instead of my brother he was really freaking cute um mm -hmm. and uh i just uh i will love him forever oh thank you for sharing that uh, I just want to end with, to me, it's all related. I think I think the essence of all of this is the age play symbol, podcasts, mm -hmm. content creators. Uh, at the end of the day, everyone's just looking for for community, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Could you just speak in your infinite wisdom, right, from being someone that created a mm. age play pride symbol that a lot of people even when i did my poll um um diaper perv wrote i don't like the pin one i like this one and she put yours um right. you know as someone that has created a symbol that a, a community has gathered behind as someone that created a podcast that community has gathered behind you probably have a very interesting take on the word community um so i will ask the question in closing how important is community when it comes to ABDL community? It's vital. It is absolutely vital. And uh, it that's something that I, like I said, I my opinion of, it, of, of which evolved, right? The thing that I understand, okay, is that community starts with the self. That if you love you, if you are okay with the fact that you wear diapers or an age player or a middle or that you prefer cartoons or whatever it is, right? If you love that about yourself, then everyone around you will love you a little bit more too. And it won't even matter to you. You won't care because you don't need them to validate you, right? And then, then you know, Newsy, there's this thing that people say, and it drives me Oh, so crazy when it comes to community. Okay. 
people say um, that you um, you have to love yourself or no one will love you. Right. Or you have to love yourself first. Right. Or, or no love. And no, that's nonsense. It's it's toxic. It's wrong. Right. The reason that you should love yourself is that you deserve your own love. And then when you have it, when you're able to care about yourself as if you were another person, you can then bring that to bear to care for other people. Right. And like that's how the world gets better. Um, you know, uh, the the thing about say like the beach is that every grain of sand on the beach is the beach. Every drop of water in the ocean is the ocean. They're all necessary. Uh, they're all deserving of love or spreading a towel on and laying on. I don't know. It's a te- not a great metaphor. Um, like the, the reason why it's so vital uh, for us to have community and to participate in community is that you better your own life. And then through doing so, you better the lives of everybody else too. And that's a thing that that lasts over time. I mean, my brother is no longer alive. And the love that he and I had for one another and our guests and people that are listening to your show that we don't even know, it's still here and it's still making their lives better and will continue to do so long after even I'm gone too. That's why it matters. I will have a link to Mako's website in the show notes. All right, kiddos, before we go, this episode is sponsored by A Little Hypnosis. Newsing to listeners can get $10 off their first session. And AB Universe. Listeners can use promo code NEWSY10 for a 10% discount. All right, kiddos, my birthday is next week, and I will be in Palm Springs relaxing with a couple diaper boys. I will be turning the big 3.0, so if there's any other 3.0 diaper boys out there, I'd love to know if this is the age I will finally learn to be potty trained. Until then, I gotta go change. See ya. Bye.